Happy Wednesday and welcome to Joyful Grounds, a podcast about books, motherhood, and all the in-between. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, a first-time mom who's probably way too open about her mental health struggles and love for coffee. Joyful Grounds is a bi-weekly podcast here to help you get through that midweek slump. Every other Wednesday, we dive into conversations about Christianity, books, and motherhood. We also may have a guest join us once a month to speak about their careers, parenting journeys, or faith. Tune in bi-weekly to laugh a little, smile a lot, and maybe learn something new. Well, grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's get into it. Okay, guys. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Joyful Grounds. I am so happy that you're here. I'm your host, Dolores. And like I said, we're back for another episode. I've been MIA for the last couple of weeks, okay? And I recognize that. I recognize I've been MIA. The podcast is due, uh, okay? But life was lifing. So let's hop into the episode. Let's talk about what we're drinking, okay? Like, let's talk about what's in your cup and let's get today's episode started. Okay, guys. Before we talk about anything else today, we have got to talk about this very, very important thing. Very, very important thing. I went to the Taylor Swift concert last month, June, like, what, 30th? Oh, you guys, it was so amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Okay, so, like, I, like, do, I don't even know what to say. I'm, like, high-key, like, speechless. So, I had, like, the worst little seats ever, but the best seats ever because I was at the Taylor Swift concert. Like, where were you at? Um, You know what I mean? No, but so I sat at the very tippy-tippy top of this concert, but you guys are the front of mine, and, but the concert itself. Taylor came out. I felt like, I, like, am not really, like, that big of, like, a fangirl. Like, like I don't feel like I was, like, what am I trying to say? You know, people, like, are crying, like, sob crying, like, acting like a freaking fool. Like, I always told myself, like, I would never do that. Like, not that I felt better than those people, but just, like, that's just, like, not who I thought I was. Absolutely wrong. I am that girl. Taylor came out in her grand entrance, like, freaking just feathers over her. Oh, it was amazing. So, she comes out to this, like, amazing mix of mashup of, like, every single song she's ever written, and then, like, it starts with, like, Miss Americana. If you guys do not know her songs, like, whatever. Like, go listen to them, but so good. Like, what are you doing? Go listen to her songs, but so, and then she comes out, and everyone's like, oh, my God, and it was, like, a whole freaking thing, and it was, it was truly, like, it was the best. It was probably the best concert I've ever been to, and honestly, like, I haven't been to a concert in a while. The last concert I feel like I went to actually was her last when she was on tour last her reputation tour but you guys it was so good i was so happy to hear all of her songs i think she did 44 songs what people were saying so freaking good and then on the plus side she just released her he re-released i guess her album speak now so basically like she now owns the right she's owning the rights to her album so she's re-releasing them and releasing some new songs and like changing some lyrics and you guys it's been so good. Like I've just been in Taylor world, but I did, I wanted to address like how much fun it was. I got dressed up in the cutest little dress I got from Amazon and like these cute little earrings had heart shaped sunglasses. Like it was so fun. Got a little fun drink and a little disco ball. It was just like such a fun time. And I'm like, just so happy that like, I was able to experience that and that like everything went well at home. Like my daughter, like went to sleep. Like I didn't have to worry about her. Like it was like so, so great. And I realized I only went to the bathroom once right before the concert, like right before her show started. 
And I'm shocked because I kept reading everywhere that people were being so gross and like wearing depends and stuff like that. It was not necessary to do all that, but it was like so singing fun. Had snacks, ate pizza. It was a good time. People next to us, like everybody was just like in such a good mood. And I like for the first time felt like super safe at this concert. And a friend of mine that was with me, we were talking and we're like, why do we feel so safe? And it's like, oh my God, because the whole concert was basically full of just women, not to like harp on men, but sometimes the presence of men can make you feel unsafe as a woman for very obvious reasons that we will not go down today. But it was like such like a girly, girly girl, fun time. I'm just so happy I was able to go. So I just wanted to like touch on that a little bit because I feel like people were like waiting to like hear about Taylor Swift. Oh, it was so fun. Had a couple other friends there I got to meet up with and just see. And it was like just such a good time. Everybody was so cute. And as you looked around, everybody's like dressed in like hot pink. And I was like, this is the color of the summer. Like I was just like obsessed with the whole thing. So fun. Like she did her little, so I was just so cute. It was just such a fun, just such a fun time. The whole experience was great. And they gave us like these bracelets that flash purple and i was like oh i know these bracelets are going to stop flashing on july 7th when speak now drops and you guys to my knowledge i'm pretty sure it did i'm pretty sure that's when the bracelet stopped flashing but anyways just want to do a small recap on taylor swift it was such an amazing concert and um she's dropped her like european tour and everything in me is like oh i need to like go on this i need to go on the european tour but i'm probably not going to go to europe but happy for taylor anyways you guys it was a great time all right let's get into that episode like for real Okay, you guys. So like I said, it has been some time since I have been making a podcast. I think a couple weeks, so nothing too crazy, but like long enough for me to recognize like where the heck have I been, you know? And I figured if I was asking myself a question that you guys may be asking it as well. So the podcast is still here. Joyful Grounds is still here. However, I think it's been maybe three weeks now. I decided to hop off of social media, like on a whim. I was just like, you know what? Like I just need a break. I was kind of doing the most. Um, I started a new job, which has been great. I'm working from home still. So I started a new job and I like really was just exhausted. I did three weeks worth of training for this new job, which is really cool. It's like a chill job, but it was at a weird time for me, seven hours a day. Just, I really wasn't like used to that demand lately. Cause that's just not, ha- that hasn't been my life. So from that and I was like okay I realized I was on social media and I just felt like I was getting overwhelmed by overconsumption. has anyone else ever been there like you were just like overwhelmed by consuming other people's crap like to be quite honest like I love my friends and family that like I see posts on Facebook and Instagram all that stuff however there are like so many other things like Facebook maybe not Facebook I haven't really I don't really get on there but Instagram was just like full of so many ads and then so many people that like I didn't know and like suggested this suggested content and so I just found myself like scrolling mindlessly and comparing and feeling like okay well like I don't have like friends like this or my like the way like life is doesn't look like this or like you know my house is a really beautiful house I love but then all of a sudden I stopped loving what I have because I started comparing it to somebody who is like in their 40s and I'm only 28 and like we don't have 40 year olds money we have 28 year olds money and you know it's just like I found myself going down this hole and for those who like know me personally you may know that like I've been saying for the last couple of years like I just want to get off social media like I just want to be off social media like I don't want to have I don't want to do it and then I of course on the other end of that those who also know me know that 
I always create new social media accounts. So I literally have like five. Like I have one for my book account that I've talked about here on the podcast a lot. My personal one. I have one for working out. I feel like I was running like two for jobs I had. I was getting ready to create one for a business I wanted to start. So like just I have like an two different old ones from like back in high school, middle school. I just like had a lot going on when it came to like social media platforms, like I just was doing too much and, and it's okay. Like that's just my personality. I like do the most and I like love that about me. It was just like, man, like, okay. So I was like, so genuinely because I had so many different profiles, I was genuinely consuming a lot of content per day, which like kudos to everyone who's out there making content. I'm actually someone now who continues to make content over on TikTok. And so, which you guys can follow me. I do post there frequently. We'll probably continue to stay on TikTok. Um, It's just my first and last name, Dolores Carter, with two R's, C-A-R-T-E-R-R. I'm Dolores Carter on TikTok. Go find me there. I'll put the link in the description for the podcast episode. But like I was saying, I found myself like over-consuming. I was overwhelmed. So I'm like, you know what? I'm getting off. I have no reason to be on. I no longer work in social media as like my like nine to five paid job. So like I don't have a real reason to be on here. However, I neglected to post on my podcast page saying, hey, I took a break. I'm taking a break. So as this episode comes out, you guys will notice and you will see that I'm going to share on the Instagram page that, hey, I no longer will probably be posted on here, but still look for episodes bi-weekly. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I'll ease back into it. I genuinely... The only thing I genuinely miss about Instagram specifically is my book account because I have so many followers and friends actually on the account. And also like having that part of social media, I really found myself learning more about different books that were coming out, getting to like DM and like talk to new authors. And like, that was really fun for me. So that might be something that might be an account I get back on. But to be honest, like, I don't know when. And if I do, I don't know. Like I, I may, like my plan was to get off for this whole month of July, get back on August. So I might get back on on August, but just the book account. I personally have like no desire to be per- posting about my personal life anymore on Instagram. Um, I just find like my anxiety and some moms might have this or feel this way as well. I found that my anxiety around posting about my daughter was like way too much. Like I was like, oh my God, like half of her face is in that picture. Oh no, her full face is in that. Oh God, what if someone, cause she's beautiful. What if somebody tracks us down and finds us? And that kind of anxiety just like really wasn't worth it for me. So, and yeah, I can put like a little sticker emoji over her face, but at the end of the day, it's just like, what's the point? And honestly, a lot of the people I followed, which again, no offense to you guys, like nobody, like no, no one's done me wrong or anything like that. But like, I really just, like, wasn't a part of those people's lives. And, like, the people who are in my life, like, I genuinely talk to you on a weekly basis. And to be real with you, like, if I'm not talking to you on a weekly or monthly or every other month kind of basis, like, I don't really care about what you're posting on social media. And that might sound harsh, but at the end of the day, like, what are we doing? Like, what's the point? I don't know. I don't need another, like, which maybe I'm, like, contradicting myself since I'm making a podcast, but I don't feel like I needed another voice in my ear another reason of like uh, another reason to compare so i know it was like five minutes of me talking about that but i just want to explain like where i've been like why i wasn't on social media so if you are feeling like man i really want to take some time off social media take this as your sign hop off for a little bit doesn't have to be indefinitely doesn't have to be forever but again for me i told myself i'm gonna be off all of july and i have been so far and it's been really nice again so some benefits of being off of social media that i found is that 
I genuinely like feel at ease. My anxiety was pretty rough for like about three days, I will say, which is crazy because I feel like that is a sure sign of an addiction, right? Like if we're like, if we like take something out of our lives and it causes us pain, we might have been addicted to that. Like I come from a family background, a family that has a background and history of addiction uh, with like alcohol and drug abuse as well. So like recognizing that addiction was something that ran rampant. I do pay a lot of attention to like what I do in my life, like how much of a substance or something I'm using, or like if I'm drinking a glass of wine, like just paying a lot of attention, like to those things, because I do know that the addiction runs really high in my life and in my family. So when I got off of social media and again, I'm not, I don't know how long I'll be off, but when I got off a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, I might have been a super addicted in the fact that I kept making an excuse every time I wanted to get off. Like, um, I want to get off social media. Well, I can't because like, what if someone doesn't like, girl, just put the phone down. Okay. Just put the phone down. So <laughs> all that to say, happy to be off. Um, if you guys want to send me pictures of the things you post on Instagram, feel free. People still send me links to stuff. And I just like look, look at their picture or like just say, Hey, no, thanks. Like, I'm not really on there. But if you want to like, tell me about it later in a conversation, feel free. So easier. It's way easier than I thought it'd ever be. I really feel great. I don't really feel boggled down by everyone. So in that same regard, I have been posting on TikTok. You guys are probably like, Dolores, that's still social media. It is. But however, it's reminding me a lot of kind of like, which I guess Pinterest is social media too. And so is YouTube, but it's reminding me of like YouTube because I just get on, I make videos and then I post them. I get off and I get back on and make another video and then I read comments about somebody's thing and I like make like I've been making like a little like mom friends and posting about like sourdough bread I'm trying to make which has been funny and terrible and I just feel like like it's really like low-key and not stressful now again I'm not somebody who says there's some scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls on TikTok so that might just be me but I generally get on to see like what other moms are creating and doing what books are people reading and like are we all struggling to make sourdough bread like I am and that's kind of that. So again, if you are someone who loves TikTok, wants to create a TikTok, do it. Just do it. Because for me, it's really fun. And I've just been creating like content again, like I used to back when I used to make YouTube videos. And it's really fun for me. Like I really enjoy making videos. So that's been really fun, actually. So that is all of that when it comes to TikTok, however, or social media. So that's where I've been. That's kind of where my mindset is at. And again, I think it's been kind of nice. So I don't know if I said it already, but today, you guys, what is in my cup? Like, what's in your cup? Today, what is in my cup is a lavender, or sorry, a lim- oh my goodness, let me read the cup, a matcha lemonade with lavender. I have a local coffee shop near me, and they make stellar coffee. Every month, they have a new flavor, and, or like a new drink. Last month, they did like a cold brew with lemonade or like strawberry or something like cold brew strawberry lemonade I don't know y'all it I never tried it but everybody was like oh this is good like this is really good and I was like okay whatever didn't try it but this month's drink is the matcha lemonade with lavender it is the bee's freaking knees if you guys have a coffee shop that is local to you I cannot recommend this enough this drink um obviously it does not have to be my coffee shop I feel like anybody who has matcha lemonade and like lavender pumps can make it it is so good it is so stinking good. Um, I tried it the other day in a small, drank it in five seconds. I did post about it on TikTok. So again, if you guys want to go see my little review over on TikTok, it's Dolores Carter, two R's at the end. It is so freaking good, you guys. So let's just take a little, a little pause right now and just take a little sip of our drink. 
I know, as you guys also may know, I am a dedicated Starbucks girly. I'm always drinking my iced cinnamon dolce latte um, with blonde rose, blonde espresso. It's so good as well. But I've been trying to just try new things. It's summertime, so like, why not try something new? But okay, let's take a little, take a little sippy. Ooh, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, yeah, girls, guys, people. I took like a giant gulp. That was so good. So I recommend that. All right, so moving on, kind of been taking a break off social media, kind of like whatever. I want to talk to you guys today because it is a whole new freaking month. Like what has been going on? It's July now. We are almost like, for those people who have kids who are older, older, school's about to start again. Like you guys have like a couple more weeks until school starts. I talked to a kid the other day at Trader Joe's and he was like, yeah, school starts back on August 18th. I said the 18th because listen to me guys. When I was in high school and when I was like in college and stuff, like we went back to school at the middle end of August, like the 26th. So I would love to know. And you guys don't, you know, text me, whatever, send me like a notification on TikTok. Like, where the stinking heck are you guys located? Like, when, where does your school start for your guys' kids if you have kids? If you don't have kids, what is like the start date like in your area? Because I am so shocked. Like the beginning of August is shocking to me. The guy at Trader Joe's, he said he has friends whose school starts at the end of July, like next week, like in a couple weeks, like, hmm, like July 28th. Like you guys are starting school on a Friday. Like, what is, like, I don't even know if that's even the Friday. I don't even know. Like, that's just insane to me to think about. Like, okay, crazy, but whatever. So I'm going to talk about the books I'm reading, but also the fact that you guys, I have now been postpartum for 13, almost 14 months. So my daughter is now one. Time has flown right by and it has been absolutely insane. I do not believe that I even have a one-year-old. It's been crazy. I had a thought the other day of like how crazy it's been and how lonely it's been. So for those who like have kids, maybe you're a new mom or first time mom, I'm sure you can relate, but like raise your hand, put a finger down if, like, put a finger down, seriously, like, if you do not recognize, like, how lonely motherhood was going to be, because here's the deal, I have quite a bit bit of friends who are moms, but I don't feel like anyone told me about how lonely I was going to be, like, it is just, like, a whole new world, like, you are so focused as a mom or as a parent, like, focused on your own life, your own kids, your own, like, thing, I feel like we get so caught up in ourselves that like we forget to make time for other people. And then the people that we were friends with, like for me, I have friends that are moms, friends that are not moms or don't have any kids or anything like that. And just the like astronomical differences is like mind boggling to me because I used to be able to like go do stuff at seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night. Like that's like when I would like start to go do things. Now, now that I'm like, you know, kind of like stopping my breastfeeding journey, which I'll talk about here in a second, like sure I can go out and do that again, but it's just different. Like for a whole entire year, like I could not do anything past like four o'clock because my daughter had a bedtime and still does have a bedtime at like 7 30, eight o'clock. And it's like, what the heck? Like nobody, like, and I get it. Like, obviously you become a parent, your whole life changes, but it's just crazy to me how lonely it is because I feel like for a year I like sat inside of a house looking out the window watching everyone else live their life. And I just like lived a whole different life. And I, the life I've lived for the last year has been good. Like I've had, I've had experiences, like I've went on trips and like little vacations and stuff with my friend, like with my family, but like, it's just a whole different world. And I don't feel like I was 
truly like prepared, which maybe we never are prepared for like how much of a change I was getting ready to have as like a mom. Like I just did not know it would be lonely. Like I love my daughter. I spent a lot of time with her. It's great. But I really hit me the other day of like, man, I miss friends. Like I really do. And I know I've talked a lot on here before about postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, which as you guys know, like I struggled with like the hardest. Like I never thought that I would be wanting to like unalive myself all the time for weeks, for months. My husband and I were actually just talking about that again last night. I was like, you know, like I thought, and this is nothing against anybody, but I genuinely thought more people would show up because in my mind, or what I guess what you see on social media or like what you hear is that you have a baby and everybody just like picks up their throws their whole life doesn't matter anymore. Only your life matters and they just drop everything and come to you. And that's not the case. I know that's not the case, but something in my mind was like people are gonna be there for me in a way I never expected. Um and they weren't and it just is what it was. And but it made that made it even more lonely of like, oh my God, like obviously I chose to be a parent. But like, holy crap, I did not choose to be alone. And so that was like really like I think disappointing for me. And then my dad died, for those who know. And if you don't know, my dad died last October, which is crazy um, to think that we're about to go, go into the fall and it will be a year since he's been here. Um, very hard, very difficult, very difficult season of life when you have a kid. First, you have your baby, your very first baby ever. And so you're not prepared for anything, no matter how many people tell you. And then, of course, like I had all the hormonal stuff and then, you know, pre-hormonal stuff like depression stuff before I had my daughter, had postpartum depression, anxiety, rage, um, a lot going on there. Then my dad dies, all those emotions, just a lot, right? So I just like, I think the unvocalized expectations I had for others obviously causes me pain, caused other people pain. Like it causes pain, right? Like when we have all these expectations that we place on people without even vocalizing them, first, that's a problem. That's poor communication, first off. Second off, it like doesn't do us any good either when we expect people to do something that like they never promised or never said they could do. It's unrealistic. But I did in my mind, at the end of the day, I did have this idea in my mind that people would be there for me and they and they weren't in the way that I needed. And you know, it is what it is. I'm working through it. <laughs> but my husband, like I say, my husband and I were talking about it. So it just ended up being like such a lonely time of life and a bitter time of life for me. And I'm like still coming out of that bitterness and still coming out of that resentment and anger. And it's just like, oh my goodness, like I just didn't know. And so I think even without like my dad passing, because other people I know who've had kids, their parents did not die. But like moms as a whole have talked about it's lonely. And I'm like, that's crazy. Isn't it crazy? For me, it's been a lonely year of like just in my own mind, with my own thoughts. And I would like to say I'm so grateful for the women who have been there for me who have like talked to me, who've also been first time moms at the same time. And we've just been able to bond. That has been absolutely amazing. I just like now knowing what I know, if I were ever to get pregnant again, I would be like so much different. Like, and I think everyone thinks that I have a friend right now who just had her second baby and I just heard her talk and we've been texting and just how she's been talking about life. I'm like, wow, like it's, you seem so much happier, so much different. She's like, I am, I don't know what it is, but I think it's more prepared, more ready. And I was like, yeah, I think being prepared for something, like, I feel like we downplay that. Like we downplay how important it is to be prepared for a situation. So if I could go back and do all of it again, I think the biggest thing that I would do is be somehow be more prepared. I don't know how, I don't know how, but I think I'd be more prepared 
And I would definitely vocalize how much I needed people. And I would probably create like a legitimate schedule of like, hey, mom, can you come over on Monday, Tuesday, like Thursday from 12 to 4? I need you to come over and just clean my house. Because I think here's the thing as well. I don't think people actually know how to help new moms or parents of like second, third, fourth kids, because I don't think everyone, people who've had kids, like maybe that's just like not what they needed. For me, I was a first time mom and I had no idea what I needed. So I needed the moms around me to kind of like help, you know? And so I feel like now that like, when I have friends who are ready to be first time moms, my advice now to them is like, do you have a plan in place? These are things I expected to happen. Are those your expectations? And I try to talk to my friends and people around me more openly and honestly because I don't think we even think about that. Think about that. I legitimately did not think that people would not show up if I didn't ask them to. So I never asked people to show up because I just thought that they would. And like dealing with all the hormones I was dealing with, it was really like hurtful that people didn't show up, show up in the way I needed them to. Because I was like, you guys are already moms. You know how much we need each other. And I guess somewhere along the lines, like people just don't know. So at the end of the day, over, over like explaining your expectations is probably good. And then also recognizing like people may not be able to meet those needs and that's okay too. Um, not everybody can do it, you know? And it's also no one else's responsibility to take care of you because they didn't get you pregnant, you know? But I think just having realistic expectations across the board with your spouse or your partner or like your family members of like, hey, this is what I need. This is what I think I need. What do you think I'll need? And yeah, I just think we, I did not ask those questions and I really regret that. But however, you guys, it has been a year, 13 months, going on 14 months. It's been crazy. And I have like learned so much. Um, I've learned a lot about children choking, head injuries in a year, and it has been wild. I will continue to talk more and more about my like experience um, being a new mom, a first time mom. Um, I want to talk a little bit more, maybe in another episode, just about like the baby blues and like postpartum depression, and like I also want to just talk about like what it's like now after being a mom, like for a year, like. What is it like to like have friendships? Like, to be honest with you guys, right now, I'm like, so anyways, like all that is to come. So like, just look forward to me talking more about being a mom. Obviously, that's what half this podcast is about. But something I recognized, like this time last year, I was like in such a weird rut. I was like, man, like I, my favorite season for those who know me is fall. It's my favorite season. I was born in summer. I'm a summer girly. Um, I just had a birthday last month, actually, a summer girly. Um, but I, and I love summer, but I love fall. Like fall is my favorite season. Last year, I was like, man, I want nothing to do with fall time. Like I'm so over fall time. Like I hate, blah, blah, blah. I'd hate it. I feel so sad. And I was like, oh, it's because my dad died. Like, oh, duh. I was like super depressed. Like I have like been depressed for the longest time and it's been really hard to like do normal everyday things. I haven't really been very honest with myself or with anybody on the podcast or with other people. Like I've just been struggling and like it really sucks. But the other week, the other week, you guys, I was sitting down and I was like, I think it was last week. And I was like, wow, I just can't wait for fall. And I was like, what? And I stopped myself. And I was like, that was the first like good thought I've had about fall time. 
last year i was like just you know again just in such a terrible spot and i was like i can't wait to watch hocus pocus oh my gosh like, i'm like my daughter and i are gonna be able to like you know like this year we'll actually be able to take her trick-or-treating because last year like she was a little baby we we're just holding her and like it was raining and like we we're passing out candy i'm like oh my god but this year like she can kind of walk and we can do another family costume and like oh my gosh like pumpkin spice lattes are coming back and like caramel whatever and like caramel apples and like oh my gosh i have a pumpkin painting party i do every year like i'm gonna do that again and like i just start getting like so excited and you guys like that's when it hit me of like whoa like and i know you're like dolores it was fall time that opened up your eyes to how depressed you were yes it was the oncoming of fall that opened up my and had my excitement for it that opened up my eyes of how depressed i have been for a year so that was that and i'm so anyways all that to say i really truly do feel like i am becoming me again and like i'm truly i've said it before but i do act like and and I don't know how like honest I was with myself when I said it, but I truly do feel like I'm coming out of the cloud. Like I'm coming out of the darkness of depression. And like, I'm so grateful to God for that. And like, I am just so grateful for my body's hormones starting to regulate. And yeah, but it's, yeah, it's really, I'm really, really excited for the future. And that's probably like the first time I've like felt that way in a long time. So all that to say, things have been going good. That has been my life lately, a year, 13 months postpartum like working through grief still, like taking time off social media. I'm reading more books. I have a new job. And so there's a lot of like new that is going on in my life, but it's all good. There's been some difficulties as well. Of course, you know, life is life. But yeah, I will say another thing that I really like have been kind of like hoping for is my relationship with Jesus to become more solidified. Like I've told you guys, obviously I'm 28 years old. I've been a Christian since 20 end of like middle end of 2013. And like I graduated high school in June of 2013. And then like that following like August or September or whatever, like I, September, I think it was, gave my life to Jesus, got baptized, all that stuff. So I, I will be honest, I've like been struggling for the last couple of months. I've been struggling a lot and I've just, I've been questioning a lot more. And I know this podcast is called Joyful Grounds. Like where it's a faith, like, you know, podcast, like or it's a podcast where we talk about our faith. We talk about those different things. And so I do want to be as authentic and real to that motto as well. But things in the podcast are changing. Like I've shared with you guys, it's ever changing. We're still having guests on. I'm still talking about motherhood and books and my walk with faith, but I don't want this to be like a spot where I'm just like, here's your Bible quote of the week. Like, here's the scripture. I want to be honest and share with you guys, like, no, right now in my life, like I am struggling with my faith. And so like, yeah, this right now, this may not be the podcast for you because right now I may not be talking about my faith, my Christian walk with the Lord. I may not be throwing scriptures at you guys every other week because right now I'm, I'm struggling. So I just want to be honest and be transparent, like pray for me. If you think about me, like, honestly, I still believe in God. Like I'm never going to not believe in the Lord. I think right now, just due to church and like not really being able to go as much and trying to figure out like life and just coming out of depression and just trying to think of like, okay, like I need like reading my Bible, like, what does this mean? And just kind of getting back into a like, faith building routine i've i'm struggling but i'm still having people on who believe in god we're still talking about the bible we're still talking about people's faith and christianity and so yeah but i just want to come on here and just be like honest and transparent with you guys in that regard and as we in today's episode um we'll be doing a joyful tidbit actually not from me 
but from um, a wonderful listener. Her name is Barbara. And I just wanted to say, because I know I just said a lot about struggling with my own faith and whatnot as well. And if you are someone who might also be struggling, I think that this joyful tidbit is so much for you. So let's go ahead and listen to Barbara. And again, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Feel free to follow me over on Instagram at Joyful Grounds Podcast for like this next upcoming like, hey, I'm going to kind of be taking a break. Um, Otherwise, you guys can find me on TikTok at Dolores Carter with two hours at the end. But I love you guys. And yeah, let's go ahead and listen. Hi, this is Barbara Howard, and I am honored to speak a word of encouragement to everyone. I was led to the scripture at Luke 19.10, and it reads in the King James, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And I remember when I first got married, and my husband moved all of his furniture into my condominium and moved all of my furniture into storage. And one day I looked around at my life and I didn't recognize anything. I was staying at home, so I quit my job. My, my home looked totally different. I picked up my little dog and I said, you know, Maxie, you're the only thing I recognize in here. I didn't even recognize myself. I think there are times when we change our priorities, we take on new responsibilities, and suddenly we've lost ourselves. But that's okay, because Jesus came to seek and to save. So if there's ever a moment when you feel lost, When you don't recognize yourself, you don't recognize who you've become, whatever happened to all the things that you wanted to do that now seem to be unimportant or put on the back burner, you are still who you are and Jesus will come and find you and he will reveal to you your identity no matter what. So even though you change, and things change and life changes you have not lost yourself so be blessed and be encouraged God loves you And again, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Joyful Grounds, the podcast. I'm so grateful for every one of you guys. You come back every other week, you're leaving reviews, and it just means the world to me. So thank you guys. Also, if you yourself would like to leave a joyful tidbit, please email me over at joyfulgroundspodcast at gmail.com. And that way I can get you information on how you can be a part of Joyful Grounds. Love you guys. Take care. And I will catch you on the next episode.